This is episode number 34 of the Middle Country Public Library Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm your host this week, Sal DiVincenzo, joined by my fabulous colleague, Sarah Fate. Hi. And Nicole Rambo. Hello. <laughs> and we are here to both educate and entertain you on all the wonderful things that we have to offer here at the Middle Country Public Library. So ladies, hello. Hi. Here we go once again, another great mm-hmm. episode ahead mm-hmm. for you. And uh, Nicole, I think you have a one piece of uh, housekeeping before we start. Yeah, this Saturday is a teen program. It's called Zombie Survival Night. It's after hours program. Ooh. So that means the uh, library, it's going to take place in the Seldom Building. So our Seldom Building and Center Each Building both close at 5. Okay. So this program starts at 5.15. So, um, you know, you get to come when the library is closed, which is kind of cool. And we'll have um, zombie face painting. Um, VR will be set up so you can sign up for a, a slot to play a zombie VR game. Ooh. And oh. we're going to have a zombie scavenger hunt. Cool. Yeah, Fun. so there's still some slots left. So if you're a teen 6th to 12th grade, you can still sign cool. up for that. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And because it's after hours, the teens get to vacuum the floor, yeah. polish the <laughs> clean all the desks. No, yep, I'm just kidding. Exactly. Great. This is what zombies do at night. <laughs> I think I've played, I, I think if I'm thinking of the right game, I think it's, I think I've played that zombie game on the VR. It's cartoony. It's very cartoony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very, it's fun. It's fun. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, okay. Great. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Sarah. Mm. I see food in front of you. Uh-huh. I'd yes. like you to tell us about it. Uh, well, as we know, fall is upon us. Hopefully, yes. thinking this, and uh, everyone's into doing fall things on the weekend. And one of the things people do is apple picking, right? Yes. So I have a little chart here of the best apples to use with baking, and it gives you a little like a little guideline. Mm-hmm. So, cool. um, baking apples would be your Rome apples, Granny Smiths, Macintosh, and Brayburns. You know, because you get all these fancy apples right. in the store, right? Okay. So you want to use those to bake apples. So like, I get pork chops and apples. Oh, and like, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So then you have the fresh eating apples. Uh-huh. These are apples that you just eat off, you just eat, off the yum. tree. Yeah, okay. So we have the gala apples, okay. nice. golden delicious, which is not the tart ones, right? Okay. The Fujis and the cameos, which I've never heard of those, but some, you know, yeah. who knows? Someone will have them. And then we have the <laughs> apples sure. for the pies, which... Uh, very similar to baking. baking. You have the Romes, Jonah Golds, which I've seen, mm-hmm. Jazz Apples, and Honey Crisps. Mm. Honey Crisps for a baking? Mm, pies. Really? Pies. Baking? Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Baking. Pie. Well, you have to bake the pie, right? Yeah, but it's like sweetened. You know, you use okay. like pectin and all that stuff. That's so then we have sauces like applesauce and jams and jellies. We have Granny Smith, Jonathan, Golden Delicious, and Sweet Tangos. You know what's interesting is there's, mm-hmm. there's a number of apples on that list that I had no idea existed. Yeah. Um, fun like, fact, guys. Fun fact. Yeah, yeah. Nicole <laughs> used to be an apple. <laughs> oh, very she used to be an apple farmer. Very close. Rambo, my last name, is an apple. Really? It's type an apple, the Rambo apple. Really? No kidding. The author, the guy who wrote the Rambo, you know, series and, and stuff, that's where he got the name from. He saw it in a, a store. So they named... John J. Rambo after, after an apple. An apple. My brother, my my, hearken back to my twelve-year-old brother. He will be crushed because he <laughs> he loved those movies. Okay. He wanted to be him. Mm-hmm. It was insanity. <laughs> it was insanity. You know, names mm-hmm. a lot of times come from what people have done, like in the past, way way back yeah. in the past. So it's so. Do you think? Yeah, do you we think were, you were apple farmers? Yeah, we wherever we came from. My my family has done like extensive research on this, so I've gotten just like you know some yeah bits. But they did. They brought over the apple and they started like apple farming. Wait here. a second. 
they so brought they brought over, over the, the Rambo apple. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should be richer. I if yeah. that's the case. Yes, please. No, no, please. I, I should be so rich. I should get royalties <laughs> from the movies for ruining my life when I was yeah. a child. Yes. Yeah, and apples. Man, yeah. this no, episode fifty, the expose be. into Nicole, is going to be fascinating. <laughs> I have nothing exciting about my uh, father's last name at all. It's just this fade. Is so weird. Yeah. Yeah, she like you? comes up with stuff. <laughs> Maybe I'm making No, it up. wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> she comes up with stuff every you think week. It's not true. Do you think she just? No, I think it is true. I'll have to. I'll. I'll uh, have to. Did get, you create the internet? Get more DC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm just doing this as a passion project. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to get off topic. Uh, but that's apples. very cool. More apples. Yeah. Very cool. So, right. uh, Sarah. Yeah. So, okay. So, oh my now goodness, you, look at that book. I know. So, mm. now you went apple picking. You have all these different types of apples, and you're like, what do I do with the two bushels of apples I just picked? Yeah. Good lord. So, you can do lots. Like, you can, you know, if you're into canning, we have canning books here. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can can your apples, or you can make pies. And we have plenty of cooking books here. So, yes. I pulled one here right now. It's Pie Sweet and Savory. Yes. So, you know. And this you, is a, a DK book. Right. Which, which I is, love DK books. They are very informative. Yeah. And uh, some of those recipes look delightful. Oh and then I'm just going to tell you some um, of the pie books that we have for children and adults that you might want to take out. So, a new nonfiction book that we just got in is called Loma Lino's Pies, a sweet celebration of pies galettes and tarts mm. Mm. then we have sweetie pies cookbook soulful southern recipes for my family to yours oh God, i know and then we <laughs> have a savory pie book dinner pies from shepherd pies to popeyes to turnovers oh, it's pie. amazing pies and tarts then we have pie sweet and savory um a year of pies a seasonal tour of home baked pie i mean the world oh, is your oyster when it comes to pies. pies. There's oyster pie. I'm mm. sure there is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cutie pie. Cutie pies. 40 sweet, savory, and adorable recipes by Danny Cohn. Mm. I think it's a testament to how great our collection is that yeah. we have all these books. Yes. So, you know, people love to do this kind of stuff in the fall. And you go, like you said, you, there's so many times you can pawn off your apples to your neighbors and your friends yeah. and coworkers. So you should cook those Apples and come down to the library and get get those recipes. Absolutely. Yeah, then come back and share with us. <laughs> so we're gonna, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna put it in the in the show notes uh, yeah, where definitely. these books are. But uh, generally, where in in the Dewey system on the on the floor, where are they usually? Okay, so the call number for yes. um, the particularly pies yes is gonna be six four one point eight six. Nice. And then it goes from there. So then and up a little bit. And a friendly neighborhood librarian will help you find those pies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they'll help books. you eat those pies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, if you want to bake one and bring it in, mm-hmm. email us, podcast. And I hear <laughs> that the secret to a good apple pie is in the crust. The crust, oh, yes. Yeah. Got so, and you can yeah. buy that pre-made. Do you think, is that like not right? You know what? I try to avoid them I, because I, they I have trans fat. The pre-made ones? Yeah. I like the Pillsbury. Mm. But like, like you're already eating a pie. Yeah, like, I know. does it matter that well, there's trans fat in it? Like, it's well, fine. yeah, but if you make your own pie, you cut in the butter. I always it's like butter. So is that yeah. different? Yeah, I think More it's different. Little. Yeah, they don't yeah. like it's not margarine based. Or well, like, I always heard that like trans fat, like the partially hydrogenated things yeah, and right. the hydrogenated things, is like fat that kind of quote unquote stays with you. I doubt it quote unquote, stays with you. But, I believe it, but it's but like it stays with gotcha. you. Whereas the other fats, like the animal fats and mm. the and the like dairy those fats, are the fats, those kind of like those can be worked on and like processed by yes. your body. Or medical pills. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. The other ones you I have to know, suck out. Healthy. 
your doctor has but to the suck cut, it up. But yeah. the cutting in the cutting in the butter like a butter crust, mm. I think that's that's usually. I like you get yeah. sour cream. Yeah, graham cracker crust. Oh, that's not, that's <laughs> not. I just had uh, chicken chicken pot chicken pot pie this weekend. It was very good from oh, Costco. Have you ever had the Costco chicken pot pie there, Sarah? No, but no. it's gigantic and it's, it's, it, like oh, a, it's it, it I have a like, house you know, of two, eight. so I'm like, yeah, this it's is as big as this table. It's gigantic. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it's huge, but it's good. Yeah, it looks delicious. I always admire. Even their pumpkin pies are literally the size of this round table, and they're like you know fifty cents. You know, I like, mean, I'm I'm I'm, my, I'm exaggerating, but <laughs> no, it is. It's really, very like, affordable. They're, they're, it's huge. Yeah. Like my cat could. They're the live size in of a satellite house. dish. And, <laughs> yes, and they're five dollars. It's amazing. <laughs> you can live in it. You when can you're live in it. Yeah, it literally is amazing. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah I, I so. use the pans to take baths. That's how big they are. Gemma sleeps in them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for You're your welcome. delicious uh, segment this week. Yeah. Uh, Nicole, do you have something equal, equally delicious? Uh, well, we can't eat it. All right. But uh, I think it's still pretty cool. cool. Actually, one of the first episodes you guys ever did, I don't know if I was on it then, but um, Christine Tandy was on talking about the Library of Things. Yes, that was our first focus segment mm-hmm. yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm talking about how it's still going strong nice. and it's growing. Cool. So just a couple of new things. You can go back and listen to you know what she had talked about for a more extensive you know idea of what the Library of Things is. But some new stuff that I think is super cool. Um, ukuleles we have two ukuleles ah. and that's really cool um they're in there so you can take those out they come with the ukulele a like pitch thing tuner tuner mm-hmm. yeah tuner. um and a book like a beginning songs and like strings and stuff chords cool. nice cool. yeah um the piper raspberry pie computer kit really yes <laughs> this is my favorite it, yeah. i have one at my desk that i play <laughs> is this <laughs> the one where you make your own computer and it looks very yeah, so it comes with, so Details. you'll get the box that was already put together. And in it, there's like a screen on a Raspberry Pi mm-hmm. and then a little baby mouse. It's like the cutest little mouse you've ever seen in your life. And a little speaker <laughs> and a little like box of wires and like a breadboard, a little breadboard. Okay. And so a Minecraft comes up first. So you're playing like a Minecraft game and you have to follow the game. And within the game, as you're walking around, it tells you how to put together more and more like steps, like buttons to do, to jump oh, and to do okay. more and more stuff. And so you can play this game. So you're like coding and you're also doing like the hard wiring of oh, the wow. stuff. Yeah, it's really, you. Could, it could be as like extensive as you want it to be because you can also just use it like on the wireless as a computer okay. as well. You can go online with okay. it. So you can play the Minecraft game or you could just, you know, code your own stuff on there. Yeah. It really is for eaten up there is a lot of pieces so and it is pieces over 100 um no i think it was like 80 but there's like a lot of wires close uh Mm. yeah a lot of like like buttons scary (laughs) (laughs) so we you know it's for eight and up you know don't let that deter you like if you have a kid who is like really into computers and into coding and into like figuring out how like technology works like maybe they take apart like an old computer stuff like that like i think it, it really is a great experience for them so so for all one. the parents out there sure who like oh i want to take this out but mm-hmm. it's got a lot of pieces mm-hmm. what happens if say your kid misplaces a wire like one it's, wire yeah, yeah it's okay. no it, like i would say we would take it if it's one wire I, you know we can try to order 
new parts and so, you know what oh, I mean okay. like it I depends guess, if like a crucial like if the raspberry pi breaks yeah, yeah. there is going to be an issue that yeah, is like, I guess Sarah's asking what are the ramifications for a patron yeah if yeah. they were to lose a piece Probably not terrible no. if it's one little wire. Yeah, right? it's but like you said, if they broke the yeah, if the whole they, so don't let all the yeah. little pieces no. deter you from taking right. this yes. lovely piece of yeah. everything. And I can get clarification on that. We can put that in the show notes, just so I know. Yeah, exactly. no, I'm but sure. Yeah, you know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's so, good. Cause to know. but we have yeah. a lot of game. Like even in our ERC collection, our games, like our board games, there's a lot of little pieces oh, in those sure, games sure. as well. Like we have several little pieces. It's a cost of doing business or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we it have happens. this stuff to go it out. It does happen. And yeah, like th- that happens. You know, if, if yeah. it's not like a the computer, you know, like right. portion okay. of it, then you know. I think. For, I mean, from what you're describing, it kind of forces a kid who loves Minecraft. To learn how to code mm-hmm. and to learn how to do, you know, jump circuits and all that yeah. kind of stuff, and that's fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really is something. Like there is a ton of coding. Like every other day, I see like new coding, you know, things, and they all kind of are similar. And, and you know, it depends on what your kid is interested in, what they pick up. So we try to have you know run the gamut of everything because you never know what someone's going to be interested in. So that's great. But this to me like really was special, and it's mm-hmm. very much. Like, there was this one little because like you're on like a cheese steroid, like you're a little mousy, and you're on like a little cheese asteroid, <laughs> and there's this one part of the cheese asteroid that I could not get out of, and like it took me a long time. And you know if you read the website and go through it, it is very much like figure it out. Like it, it you know what I mean? Like they're not gonna really like there's you know you can look up different mm-hmm. like help and tutorials and stuff, and that's fine. But it, it is very much encouraging the kids to like get frustrated. And play around and kind of figure it out, and I think that's really good. Mm. That, that that's like where you learn is when you get frustrated Absolutely. and keep going and figure it out. Like that's when you start really learning and retaining. And so wow. I think this is a really great. And what is this called kit. again? This is the called the Piper Raspberry Pi Piper. Computer Kit. What age? Eight and up. Eight and up. Okay. And, that, and that's like the recommended from the company. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Great. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that one. I hope that goes out and please. Let me know if you like it, and if you have any questions, you know, we you can come to the desk. We have the whole binder of all the stuff that we have in there, um, and you could always, you know, come and ask any of the librarians. Nice. Awesome, yes. great. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks very much, Nicole. You're and for our focus segment this week, I'm happy to have Marlena Gonzalez back in the studio. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. And uh, October is Family History Month. It is. Um, It is uh, a month every October, obviously, to celebrate um, genealogy and family history research. We've done this the last couple of years. Um, There are other organizations that do it. It is actually a nationwide initiative. And uh, we just offer... uh, a wide range of uh, genealogy and family history programs. Nice. So what do we have coming up this month? We actually have some really exciting ones. We've had ones that we've done in the past. We always have our monthly genealogy drop-in where folks can just come um, for a two-hour session. It's just not a program. It's just a drop-in. They can use some of the resources. They can get some guidance from a librarian. We do have some other really interesting programs that we have not offered before. Okay. We have uh, Fred Voss, who was a... Um, volunteer tour guide at Ellis Island. Wow! He'll be here Saturday morning, October or Saturday afternoon, rather, October sixth at one o'clock for his Stories of Ellis Island program. 
Um, he actually lived on Ellis Island for quite some time, and like I said, he was a volunteer tour guide. We have uh, British Genealogy Research on Saturday, October 20th. We've not offered that one before. Are we doing any, anything special again this year? I know last, last uh, October we put some things in a display. Are we doing that this we year? We are. I did, um, last, uh, last two years, I think, we have highlighted any, it's mostly staff members, but we have reached out to patrons as well. If they have any interesting uh, pieces of memorabilia or family stories, family photos that they'd like to display. So that'll be going into the display case next week um, throughout the month of October. Great. Yeah. Excellent. Now, not to put you on the spot. Yes. Are you an Ancestry.com user? I am. How, what do you think of the new, the new DNA profile that they've just recently come I out with. I think it's very interesting. I think it's far more accurate. My past result was that I was 47% Irish and Scottish, which I didn't dispute, but I thought seemed a little low given all the research that I've done over sure. the past 20 years. Um, so now that they're, you know, compiling more people's uh, DNA and coming up with more accurate uh, locations and ethnicities and things like that. My uh, results actually jumped to 79%. Wow, I think it okay. was no 60, 69% or 79% uh, Irish and Scottish, so which I think is far more accurate. You're happy with, with the yes. new results. Yeah. It's interesting that they're asking folks who've taken the DNA, who are getting the new results, mm -hmm. if whether or not they like the new results right. and whether or not they want to keep the new results, yes. which is kind of interesting. Right. But uh, that kind of makes sense then because you've done the research it's the reason I did why the I'm research asking you before, so, so I, yeah. that's why like I said I, I thought my uh, my breakdown was not quite accurate um, having done the research I also administered my great uncle's DNA test that he had done and he went from being um, I think about 52% Irish to being 100% Irish wow. and Scottish which I knew from sure the, from, from your the research, research. Right. so this is a good thing. So then. this is a good thing. It's far uh, more there accurate. are some folks who are upset because before, for the lack of a better term, it was interesting. You know, it's right. like, oh, I have two percent of this and five percent right. of that, right. and now I think they're being more—I don't want to say general, but more specific right. to right. your 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 primary um, right. DNA location. Exactly. Where coming, exactly. So. so it's good to hear that someone who I know does a lot of research yes. when it comes to the, <laughs> you know, where they're from, that, that it's more accurate. Yeah, this time yeah, it backs up what I've, what I've been researching for Great. the last Excellent. 20 years. So and we good. have Ancestry Library here. Just we have Ancestry Library edition. I know we've edition. mentioned it again, yes. but we have that. And do you want to really quick mention the family search? We're also... Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So um, so we do have... I'll, I'll go back to Ancestry for a second. We do have access to Ancestry Library Edition, um, which users would have to use in-house, either on our computers or in our on our Wi-Fi network in either building. Um, they cannot. They can just search and save records. They cannot create their own tree. They can't do anything like that. But they can do some research if they, you know, would rather not sign up for an ancestry membership. And then we were also designated. I believe it was back in June, a FamilySearch.org affiliate library. Um, FamilySearch.org, I think we've talked about before, have, yes, um, has uh, is run by the um, the Church of Latter Day Saints out in Utah. They have a huge repository with millions and millions and millions of microfilm records, old family histories. I mean, just the amount of information they have is, is phenomenal. Excellent. So for quite some time, they have had a lot of the records on FamilySearch.org for you to log in, create your own account, and view some of the records. We became a fam uh, an affiliate library, which allows users, again, in either our Center Reach or Selden buildings, on our computers, or through our Wi-Fi network, can view a much larger percentage of their of their digitized sure. records. Yeah. I think um, the amount of items that you 
they would not be able to use as like less than five percent uh, uh, able yeah. to view is less than five percent yeah. we had so mentioned it a few episodes a few episodes ago mm -hmm. but i just want to reiterate yeah. you know because I, I feel like these are these are resources that generally if you were to do this on your own probably would cost a lot of money oh, and yeah, then as a patron you can come in and, and get right, access absolutely. to this. well thank you so much marlena for welcome. coming down talking about uh family history month here at middle country and we'll put everything in the show notes Great. so uh thanks thanks so much Okay, well, that's a wrap for episode number 34. And uh, with all this, uh, with October being History Month, Nicole, you should, I yeah. mean, oh, we got to yeah. dig deeper into your <laughs> Rambo history. Apple, that's true. Yeah, the Rambo Apple, the, yeah. you know. She Bringing was, the apple over to America, is that really? I don't know, I'll, so, I'll look into that more. So, I know we so, did <laughs> bring an apple. Did we bring, like, an orchard? <laughs> I don't know. So, so we brought an apple. Nicole's Nicole's history here. Think about Nicole's history, okay? Nicole started as uh, working at um, at Splish Splash as a sign language interpreter who wanted to go into the Marines. You did sign language at Splish Splash? No. Oh. No, I'm being He's really. just combining all of them. In the Marines. It was the Navy. Um, <laughs> oh, in the Navy. But she, uh, Did she, she didn't want to rely on her Apple money. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So she went, she went into librarianship. Yeah, well, I'm still waiting on my royalties from the royalties. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, if you want to listen to older episodes and kind of get some of these jokes, <laughs> okay, then uh, visit our uh, our webpage. It's uh, mcplibrary.org forward slash podcasts. Mm -hmm. uh, where you can uh, subscribe, you can see older episodes. You can see that I'm slowly but surely adding us to different podcast you directories. Are. You are. So if you look there, you'll see new podcast oh, directories. Cool. You're going to start to show up there. Mm -hmm. So it's very exciting. Or email us if you have yes. a question, or if you'd like to contribute something, or if you have constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. uh, podcast at mcplibrary.org. So for Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo, and we'll see you on the next show.